purification. So I guess I'll read the rest of uh, the chapter 22 through 25, which would be the conclusion of this video up until 25. Since by your obedience to the truth through the Holy Spirit you have purified your hearts for the sincere affection of the brethren, see that you love one another fervently from a pure heart. <sighs> wow. You have been regenerated, born again, not from a mortal origin, seed, sperm, but from one that is immortal by the ever-living and lasting word of God. Wow, by the lasting word of God. <sighs> For all flesh, mankind is like grass, and all its glory honor like the flower of, the gra of grass. The grass withers and the flower drops off. But the word of the Lord, divine instruction, the gospel, endures forever. And this word is the good news which was preached to you. <sighs> Let's wrap this up. The purification. Verses, uh, chapter 1, verse 22 through chapter 2, verse 3. The response of holy living that should result from the new birth is now applied in three areas obedience to the truth purifies and produces a a sincere love for brethren b repentance from sin and c a desire for spiritual growth holy living demands purification a positive result of obeying the truth is a purified life how can a young man keep his way pure by living according to your word? Uh, as it says in Psalms 119 verse 9, As trials refine faith, so obedience to God's word refines character. Wow. How can we be, how can we, our character be refined if we don't, if we're not, if we don't read God's word in order to be obedient to it? One who has purified himself by living according to God's word has discovered the joy of obedience. A changed life should also be evidenced by a changed relationship with God's other children. A changed life should also be evidenced by a changed relationship with God's other children. A purified life allows one to love purely those who share the same faith. Purely, man. <sighs> the same faith. Sincere could also be rendered without hypocrisy. Without hypocrisy, man. This is how we're supposed to love the brethren, the people in the church. Christians, born again. All evil thoughts and feelings regarding one's brothers or and sisters in Christ must be removed. For his followers are to love deeply from the heart. This kind of loving can come only from a changed heart. Only from a changed heart. from one whose motives are pure and who seeks to give more than he takes. Whew, man, 
that's tough. This love is to be expressed not shallowly but deeply. At full stretch in an all-out manner with an intense strain. As in 1 Peter chapter 4 verse 8. Peter again reminded his readers that they had experienced the new birth. For you have been born again. The supernatural event made it possible for them to obey the truth, purifying themselves and love the brethren. This change in their lives would not die. Because it took place through God's word which is imperishable. The word in force four that described the believer's inheritance, living and enduring. <sighs> wow. This change in their inner lives will not die because God took because it took place through God's word, which is imperishable, living and enduring. God's word is imperishable, living and enduring. So Aphthartal, the word in verse four that described a believer's inheritance, imperishable. Peter supported his exhortation in verse 22 by quoting Isaiah chapter 40 verses 6 through 8. Also see P, uh, 1 Peter chapter 1 verses 24 through 25. So, for all flesh mankind is, mankind is like grass and all its glory and honor like the flower of grass. The grass withers and the flower drops off, but the word of the Lord, divine instruction, the gospel, endures forever. And this word is the good news which is was preached to you. So Peter supported his exhortation by quoting Isaiah in those two verses. All that is born of perishable seed withers and falls, but God's word stands forever. And in the Amplified it says that God's word is divine instruction, the gospel. This imperishable word was the content of Peter's preaching. His hearers must be affected by its life-changing power as indicated in chapters 2 verses 1 through 3. He must be affected by its life-changing power. As indicated in chapters 2 verses 1 through 3. So be so chapter 2 verse 1. So be done with every trace of wickedness, depravity, malignity, and all deceit, and sincerity, pretense, hypocrisy, and grudges, envy, jealousy, and slander, and evil speaking of every kind. Like newborn babies, you should crave thirst for earnestly desire the pure, unadulterated spiritual milk, that by it you may be nurtured and grow unto complete salvation. Since you have already tasted the goodness and kindness of the Lord. So chapter 2 verse 1. Repentance was called for. Therefore rid yourself. Peter then lists five sins of attitude and speech. Which if, uh, if harbored would drive wedges between believers. Wow. Malice is wicked ill will. Deceit is deliberate. Dishonesty. Hypocrisy. Pretended piety. And love, envy, resentful discontent, and slander, backbiting lies. None of these should have any place in those who are born again. Wow. Rather, in obedience to the word, believers are to make decisive breaks with the past. Uh, 
Peter wanted his readers to be as eager for the nourishment of the word as babes are for milk. After believers cast out impure desires and motives, they then need to feed on wholesome spiritual food that produces growth. Pure is deliberately contrasted with deceit in verse 1. God's word does not deceive, neither should God's children. Wow. Christians should approach the word with clean hearts and minds in eager anticipation with a desire to grow spiritually. The words in your salvation recall the ultimate fulfillment of salvation spoken in chapter 1 verse 5, 7, 9 and, ch- and verse 13. Chapter uh, sorry, chapter 1 verses 5, verse 7, verse 9 and verse 13. In uh, the third verse of chapter 2, which says, Since you have already tasted the goodness and kindness of the Lord. Quoting Psalm 34, 8, Peter continued the milk analogy used in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 2, and likened their present knowledge of Christ to tasting. They had taken a sample, having experienced God's grace in their new birth, and had found that indeed the Lord is good.